Uh, first off, I just want to say congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams on winning their second Super Bowl in franchise history. Uh, you know, and shout out to all two of the Rams, Rams fans that I know. Uh, I don't know that many Rams fans in general. I don't even think Rams fans really exist. I just think that they're just there just to, I don't know, occupy space and claim that they're fans. But anyways, this was definitely a game that I, I thought was going to be uh, a little out of the margin as far as uh, excitement went. It was fairly exciting, um, although I think that the Super Bowl halftime show was why a lot of people tuned in. In the end, it ended up being a really good game. Um, uh, I think I had the Bengals winning the game 38-24. to Not the Bengals, sorry, uh, the Rams. I had the Rams winning the game 38-24. to um, and I mean, obviously I was, I was kind of sort of wrong. The Bengals did a good job of stepping up though. Uh, when they tried, it's just, they didn't make enough plays in the end. And I think that the better team did win that being the Rams. So, um, I saw this clip on, uh, undisputed with Skip Shannon. Uh, I believe it's Jenny Taft and, uh, Eric Dickerson as well. Rams legend, Eric Dickerson. So let's tune in and see what they're talking about. Yeah, and those are the two anchors right there. Um, I mean, Cooper Cup, what an emergence he's had. I think he was a wide receiver out of what uh, I think I believe it was Eastern Washington is where he came from. And he's just come onto the scene, man, and slowly but surely he's been a menace. No doubt about it. And Aaron Donald, uh, that's also a force to be reckoned with as well. Arguably one of the most disruptive players in the league. Um, and he's definitely going to get his comeuppance in the Hall of Fame if and when, in fact, he decides he's going to retire, which I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, he's only 30 years old. I mean, I could see why he'd want to retire on top. But, I mean, the way that that guy can just disrupt, man, it's unreal. And and, and actually, I think what they're going to do um, – Aaron Donald's going to try to garner as much money as possible, you know? So I think that's the reason why he's kind of sort of threatening retirement. And you saw how they won the game, which was in, in the trenches uh, on defense. And it, it's it, it got nasty, man. I kind of feel bad for Joe Burrow, too, because he didn't stand a chance, man. Um, they were protecting him pretty well in the first maybe quarter, quarter and a half or so. But eventually they had him figured out. A Super Bowl record-tying seven sacks. And we're now joined by Fox Sports NFL analyst and the happy Rambassador himself, <laughs> Eric Dickerson. I know you were very confident. Eric Dickerson was arguably maybe a top 10 running back in the in National Football League history, in my opinion. Um, we're talking about a combination of size, speed, strength. He had hands, uh, great vision as a back. Um, unfortunately, they weren't able to win during his during his tenure, but he was definitely one of the forces that helped put L.A. on the map. Confident heading into the matchup. So are you surprised the game was as close as it was? But either way, congrats. Uh, well, before Eric answers, I was actually surprised at how close the game was. I, like I said, I had, um, I, I mean, I, I had the, the Rams winning by two touchdowns. And I'm not sure, you know, and going through the game, I kind of wondered to myself, you know, I mean, there were a lot of ticky-tack calls for the most part, but I wondered what would happen if the game was close and you had to put the ball in Stafford's hands, you know? I mean, it's a high-pressure situation. Everything that he's gone through this season has been his first. 
the first time he's had a functional offense, the first time he's had a a uh, an offensive guru that's going to cater to his skill set, the first time he's ever won a playoff game, the first time he's ever won a divisional game, the first time he's ever won a an NFC championship game. These are all his firsts, and I thought he was going to crumble under pressure, and he did slightly, but he was able to overcome that. Um, as far as Cincinnati, you could just tell, man, um, they, they're they a team that's very precocious. I think that they weren't supposed to be in the Super Bowl, um, but you know, fortunately for them, uh, they have a lot of young guns, and they, and they I mean, they're scrappy, and they, they, and they don't have quit. That's another thing that I like about them is that they – they, I mean, they're just they're relentless. So I was shocked at how close it was. I I told myself it was going to be close, maybe the first half, maybe the first three quarters, and then out of nowhere, it just it. it I mean, it, the game was it was it was suspenseful. You know, I I wasn't a fan of either team, but I was like, wow, I wonder who's going to end up winning after this. You know. Yes, I was surprised the game was as close as it was. But I think what changed the dynamics of that game was OBJ get hurt. I mean, it almost made us almost one to miss. Yeah, and man, I tell you what, uh, from what it looked like, I think he had what was it two was it two catches for fifty two yards or something like that. Like he was cooking, man. Odell Beckham was cooking, and and the way that they were able to rotate the defense, or they were trying to rotate the defense, it's almost like you got to pick your poison. You didn't know who, you know, you didn't know who was going to who was going to get the ball when that made everything easy for all the Rams receivers uh, because the run game was ineffective. I think they only had like maybe 54 yards rushing. That's it. But Odell Beckham and Cooper Cup were cooking, man. Eli Apple. And it's almost like they had no answers for him on that first drive. You know, and oh, you know, when Matt Stafford is just nickel and diamond, nickel and diamond. Finally, he hits Odell. I can't remember who the corner was that was guarding him. Uh, or the safety that guarded him, but I mean, he completely mossed the dude. And once he went out with that injury, I wondered to myself, "Up, oh, well, are you going to have to put the ball in Matt Stafford's hands and have him try to win the game for you?" Which to me is a no-no under pressure. The Bengals were playing with house money, so I kind of feel like even if they lost, there isn't going to be some sort of a narrative that, that that they choked the game away. The whole idea was that the Rams had put together this makeshift super team to win a championship. They tried it in 2018. In that season, and they failed with Jared Goff. So now you're rebuilding that super team again. You're giving Aaron Donald more help on the defensive side. You upgrade the offense. You have Cooper Cup with a prominent role. You add Matt Stafford. You draft Van Jefferson, and you pick up Odell Beckham Jr. And you trade for Sonny Michel, which they barely used him. But yeah, with that narrative, I think it. I, I think they had to win. I mean, this, this was they were destined to win this game. I got to get the, the Bengals credit. We could not run the football against that defensive front. Uh, so we were stuck to trying to hit the tight end and also hitting Cooper Cup. So, you know, that team was a lot better than I thought they were. Um, but I still believe if we'd had OBJ in that game, it would have been a, a different football game. And I know, Skip, you, you won your bet, Skip. I got I to I give you credit on that. But the most important thing is forget the bet. We won the football game. That's all I got to say. We won the game. <laughs> so you're saying you won the battle and I won the war? No, no. You won. I won the war. You won the battle. <laughs> well, thank you very much for my $500. I'll probably never see those 500 but that's okay. Because it's all about $500 worth of pride. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> go ahead, Skip. Go ahead. I'll let okay. you follow up. So, Eric Dickerson, I got first got to ask you, did it not hurt your heart that your Rams won a Super Bowl 
while rushing for 1.9 yards per carry. You had 23 carries for 43 total yards. I've never seen it quite like it. I consider you the greatest running back ever, the Rambassador. So- uh, I mean, best running back ever? I wouldn't say that. I mean, I would probably put Walter Payton above Eric Dickerson. Uh, I would put... And, and if we're talking about in Rams history, I mean, Todd Gurley in his heyday, man, I mean, he... He was kind of sort of the second coming of Eric Dickerson 2.0, raw speed, uh, athleticism, and uh, he was just he had so much girth as a player, and was able to outrun and truck defenders. It was wild. Oh, did it did it disturb you? Did it did it bother you? Did it cut against your core that your Rams won the Super Bowl with that little rushing? Um, well, we're not giving the Bengals defensive line enough credit. Um, they. They're young, but they're also physical, and they're not afraid to get their hands dirty. So I don't think we're giving them enough credit and the defensive coordinator enough credit for a job well done. They basically had to force Matthew Stafford to win the game. That's I think that's what they wanted, and it worked for the most part. Um, they got I think they got, what, two turnovers? I think they got, yeah, they got two turnovers, and, you know, I, I thought Stafford was going to fold, man. But, you know, after halftime, McVay had a plan. And they stuck to it. Um, and, that, and at that point, he was also losing trust in his receivers. He was losing trust in Van Jefferson. You had Tyler Higby. He was out. Uh, I can't remember what that Cantrell, uh, that, that, the tight end from Blue Springs. I can't remember what his name is. He was, you know, they had to take him out. So he had to force feed Cooper Cup. And Cooper Cup delivered. I was wishing that we could run, hoping we run about a lot better. But I got, like I said, you have to give the Bengals credit. I mean, their linebackers played great. They were great. Oh yeah, Logan Wilson was Logan Wilson is solid. He's gonna be a stud, man. Uh, number fifty-five. In the holes, the defensive front was putting putting pressure, you know, on the running game. Get into the backfield. Anytime you can get into the backfield or push the offensive line back into the back, the, the running back space, you won that battle. And that's what the Bengals did a great job of that. Like I said. I did not realize that defensive front was that good, but they played. They played to me. I think I guess they played over their head. They played like they should have played the Super Bowl game. So I give them credit for that. But like I said before, the most important thing is that we won this football game. To me, Matt Stafford played a. a I think he played a great game. I mean, except for that one interception. I know you said that it it was this. He, he threw behind OBJ when, when he hurt his knee. Um, that that one pick he had, you know, against Van Jefferson. I think that was a bad throw. But other than that, that 15-play drive, I agree with Shannon on this. If that would have been Tom Brady that had that 15-play drive and they won down, went down and won the football game, you would be jumping up and down over there. <laughs> he's the greatest, he's the greatest. Well, Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, let's just might as well get that out of the way now. Skip, do you just dislike Matt Stafford that much? I mean, give the guy a little bit of credit. Hold on just a second. Brady won six of his seven Super Bowls with game-winning drives in the fourth quarter or overtime. So are you discounting that? It's not no, not Stafford. at all. Not, Matt not, Stafford know. led the league in interceptions. Matt Stafford was... I forgot about that. I forgot about that. See, Stafford didn't even have his best season, per se. I just think that it looked good for style points and how they won the game with that dominant defense. 74 and 90 as the... Detroit Lions starting quarterback with Megatron. That's all I know. And did he play well? In the play? Well, that's all I know, too. Uh, I mean, you can't really name anybody outside of Calvin Johnson. Uh, I mean, 
I mean, what? You got, uh, what's what's that guy's name? You got Nate Burleson. Uh, that's it. I mean, that's really the only receiver that played opposite of Calvin Johnson that I can remember. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's all he had to work with. An offensive line was spotty. He had terrible, uh, a terrible head coach in uh, Rod Marinelli. I think Marinelli was the coach. And Jim Schwartz was all, no, my bad. Jim Schwartz was the head coach. He was a terrible head coach for Stafford. He totally left him high and dry a lot. So, yeah, you got to give him credit, man. He played great in the playoffs for Matt Stafford. Is he now a cinch Hall of Famer? I, I'm not quite there yet. I'm sorry. I need to see a little more body of work. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think the thing with, with, with Matthew Stafford, what's going to happen, Skip, is that he's 34 years of age. When you when he's done, his numbers are going to probably have him top two, top three really? all time in a lot of well, the categories. Close to done. And, and, and uh, I think Stafford can play for another, I'd say maybe three or four years. Um, but yeah, his numbers, man, I mean, with Detroit, even though they were losing games, Matthew Stafford was like one of the few quarterbacks that was throwing for over 5,000 yards a year. Um, and I, I think he made it to, I can't remember how many Pro Bowls he made it to, but uh, his numbers are ridiculous. You know, he definitely has a lot of volume stats. A lot of them may have been garbage time when they were down by so much, but uh, he's a gamer for sure. And, and when you factor in the Super Bowl, but here's the thing, Matthew Stafford has one Super Bowl win. With a game-winning drive. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, his first one, how did he get? Game-winning drive. Mm-hmm. And Tom Brady set Benetary up for a field goal. Matthew Stafford had to get the ball into the end zone, mm-hmm. which is a lot more difficult to do than setting up a game because now it's on someone else. Because you can always say... I think Shannon has a huge distaste for Tom Brady. Well, I did my part. I got him in field goal range. The kicker didn't do it. Mm. Matthew Stafford had to get him in the end zone. Mm. But Matt Stafford got huge help from the referee who I called the It was the most home cooking ball. I think. Yeah, I, I look. I think the play that they're talking about. Um, so you had Cooper Cup. You had the Rams on offense. Cooper Cup. Had uh, he was running a route, and Logan Wilson had grabbed him, or at least they made it seem like he grabbed him. Um, I really can't tell. I mean, it was kind of a ticky-tack call, to say the least. But yeah, that 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 was that was, that was bad. And then, not to mention, T. Higgins almost. Uh, you, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Rambo, but Rambo used to hop out of like mud spots and stuff like that. And he cracked the he like literally snapped the necks of like his enemies. That's almost. That's literally. That's what T. Higgins did to Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> okay. Okay. Excuse me. So, I. I mean, that, that just goes to say, it went both ways. I think I've ever seen in that circumstance. It's third and goal at the eight, and, and Logan Wilson is dominating the football game, and he doesn't grab a handful of jerseys. He's got his hands all around Cooper Cup, but he didn't impede his progress. See, and from that angle, it looked like he did. You got a, it, it was the Hollywood Rams getting a Hollywood home cooking call because, you know, we got to make sure that Hollywood no. is, does Hollywood. Right? Edie, Edie, what did you and I say? Mm-hmm. Bengals had more fans in that stadium than the Rams. Did you and I, did you and I not say that sitting in that? Oh, yeah, because you have more diehard Bengals fans than you do Rams fans. Rams, I'm telling you, Rams fans are not real fans. They're really not. A lot of them don't even, they, a lot of them show up and don't even know like who half their team is. They show up because it's a social event and because it's LA for the most part. So of course, and Bengals fans, when I look, when they came here to Kansas City, I met, I met a few of them and they travel in drones. It's ridiculous. I didn't even know that that many Bengals fans existed ever. 
Yeah, we did say that. We said that. It seemed like it was more Bengals fans. You know, you know why? Just, because the Bengals fans, fans make more noise than the Ram fans. Because the Ram fans don't make any noise. Eric can attest to that. That's facts. I'm telling you, Rams fans are not real. <laughs> well, I don't even expect. I didn't expect well, sometimes we were going Charlie Theron clapping with the faith fans like the like the Bengals fans. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. Go ahead, Eddie. Well, like I, like I said, Skip, and the most important thing is winning the football game. You know, you have to give a guy credit. I mean, he came, he came from, he came from Detroit, Skip. Detroit. Think about that. I still say the same thing. I always said to fans: if you would put the great Tom Brady in Detroit for thirteen years, he had one great receiver, Megatron. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, I mean, that'd be an interesting sight to see. That that would be interesting, and I think that Tom Brady would be able to make that work. We as players, and Shannon, you know this here. When you play on bad football teams, it's horrible. It's miserable. I mean, I said this to you yesterday. I said, ain't, ain't it fun when you win a football game? Yeah. Football becomes fun. When you're losing games, it's no fun. Yeah, you put, up the, you put up the stats and all that kind of stuff, but you're still losing football games. He's never had a great football team around him. He's never had a, a great running back around him. He had one great receiver, but he didn't have a great team. He didn't have a great organization. I guarantee you, the people in Detroit are just as happy as the people in L.A. are for Matt Stafford yep. winning that Super Bowl. Okay, but Eric, he didn't have just one great receiver. He had the most productive receiver in the history of the National <laughs> Football one, League. One! One! He, he one. turned him into that. Matthew Stafford turned him into that. I'll give you some of that, but not all of that, because <laughs> that little man, not that little, he plays, he looks yeah. little, but he, he doesn't. Way little because he weighs two ten. Right? All you need, uh, Ed. All they need to know about Detroit. Detroit had two top five players retire at thirty. Barry Sanders and Megatron. That t- yeah, and I was shocked that uh, that Megatron retired. I was shocked. I think he was probably fed up with all that shit. He didn't even want to. I think he even gave some of his, uh, some of his money back to the to the organization because he didn't want to play for Detroit anymore. He beat Kyler Murray, who was in the Pro Bowl. He beat Tom Brady, who was in the Pro Bowl. Ten point come from behind win against the 49ers. And a come from behind win against the uh, uh, Cincinnati. Every, the, everybody, the adorable Bengals, with a 15 play game winning touchdown drive. Mm-hmm. No, it was a magic carpet. Right. Game, game winning drive. Game winning drive. He's about to stop. It's over now. So Matthew Stafford done it. But we'll see. I, I need to see a little bit more. And by- yeah, I mean, we're going to have to see a little bit more. Um, I mean, congrats to Matthew Stafford, though. I was definitely happy for him to see him get a ring finally. Same with Odell Beckham. But I have a feeling that the Rams are going to struggle a lot next season just due to what, whatever money they're going to pay Aaron Donald. Um, they're gonna, they may or may not, you know. Ha- I, I don't even think they have any first-round picks this year. I could, yeah, I don't think they have a single first-round pick. They literally traded all those away for, like, Jalen Ramsey. So... You know, um, this was definitely their moment for sure. This is their moment to shine, and they did just that. So uh, shout out to the Rams. Congrats.